Indie Media. Last year, you know, uh, the last uh, uh, in, in 2014, uh, there were some uh, influx coming in, uh, into the island, but uh, you know, authorities there could handle it, and uh, also the locals there were really, you know, struggling to uh, meet everybody's needs. But uh, these days, uh, we have an influx of about uh, uh, a thousand people uh, coming uh, in every day. And uh, as you can imagine, it's uh, really, really difficult to handle. So, uh, you know, uh, the, the authorities are, uh, uh, they don't have, uh, uh, you know, enough staff to perform the registration. So many, many immigrants um, are concentrated at the area of the port. Uh, there is nothing there. I mean, I was there. I was uh, volunteering with uh, an NGO, and there were like only three toilets for hundreds of people arriving there every day. Uh, they were not uh, in use. And, uh, you know, every day for the registration, people are standing in line underneath the unbearable sun. Uh, you know, people that arrived after having walked uh, for miles uh, you know, to reach the port because uh, they usually arrive uh, by boat uh, in other parts of the island. So, you know, they arrive there and, you know, it's so, so uh, normal that uh, most of them, the, you know, they don't have the, the patience anymore to stand in line for uh, four hours or, or five hours, or six hours, or sometimes even for one day in order to get the, the registration done. So there were some... Uh, uh, you know, uh, some, not fighting, but you know, among them, you know, the you know Syrians sometimes and Afghans uh, fight for a little while, but um, it's because of the uh, the unbearable conditions. Because no no normal human being could uh, could uh, you know stand all this. I mean, and that's what all the locals in Mytilini uh, thankfully have realized because. Uh, a lot of them are, you know, trying to help, and uh, a lot of them, you know, they are uh, self-organizing. You know, they they collect uh, stuff and they, you know, they give it away to the refugees. They they, they tra you know they transfer them to the port sometimes by car, even though that was illegal, uh, you know, some uh, some uh, weeks ago. We'll get onto that uh, in a moment, Maria, but I just wanted to concentrate for a moment on the detention centre. You're talking there about the unbearable conditions that asylum seekers are in. There is, uh, similar to Australia, an immigration detention centre which has quite horrible conditions. I understand the I mean, the Lisa detention centre, I think, was closed by the Syriza government, and I read that a few months ago uh, an Afghan refugee there died from HIV-related illness after being denied treatment inside the camp. There was another a gentleman from Pakistan who committed suicide there. So can you tell us a bit about the conditions inside these detention camps? Yes. Uh, as you said, the um, Lisa detention centre was in Athens, not in Mytilene. So, yeah, in Athens, uh, there, was, uh, there were detention centres and even, you know, police stations that were uh, working as detention centres. Uh, and the conditions there were unbearable. I mean, uh, the food was not appropriate. Uh, 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 immigrants and refugees and asylum seekers that were inside, they, did, they had nothing to do. They were just wandering around. Um, uh, you know, there is, sometimes we had even 
people, you know, we had even witnesses telling us that uh, they, they, uh, as they were like praying, they were disturbed by the police. Uh, there was violence a lot of times. Uh, this is why it was closed. But uh, now uh, we have we have another problem. You know, people arriving every day from uh, Mytilene and other islands. Uh, they have nowhere. No, they have nowhere to go because there were no uh, first reception uh, services. And uh, you know, because of that, there were many many Afghan Afghanis, um, especially because Afghanis uh, are poorest amongst the refugees. We had many Afghanis uh, constant, um, gathering uh, in parks or uh, in squares, uh, trying to you know find shelter, uh, which led to you know lots of problems uh, with uh, certain uh, areas and to the certain locals that uh, you know they they raised some uh, xenophobic uh, issues. So yeah, uh, because of that, there was uh, there were some initiatives that were self-organized in order to cover those refugees' needs and to, you know, to uh, help them feel welcome. Uh, and this pushed the government, and uh, this past month, uh, they have uh, constructed this first reception um, uh, area, uh, and uh, those uh, Afghanis are now sheltered there. Uh, this, uh, this first reception area is open. It's an open, um, it's an open uh, center. It's not a detention center, thankfully. Uh, but it also lacks uh, some uh, uh, some things. Not uh, thankfully there is there are toilets. There are uh, you know um, there are basic uh, there is basic coverage of their needs. But uh, generally there, there is some food shortage or sometimes they don't have enough clothes. But thankfully it's an open open detention an uh, open center. Sorry. Mm. Nowadays detention centers don't don't exist in Athens, but. In Mytilene, for example, there is one uh, closed detention center that is called Moria, but uh, thankfully people stay there for one or two days until they get their uh, their uh, papers to to come to Athens. Thankfully, these days uh, there are there are no detention centers. That's been in direct response to popular pressure to open reception centers as opposed to detention centers. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, uh, all of the initiatives, I mean, not only initiatives, people, uh, you know, individually, they have uh, protested and uh, there were a lot, 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 of, lot of groups that for years now were against uh, those detention camps because uh, we were, vi- I mean, I have visited a lot of them in the past and police stations, which is much worse. I mean, detention centers were at least big enough to fit, you know, People and each person had its own bed, but for in police stations, uh, there were uh, the conditions were awful. I mean, uh, there were like uh, uh, ten, uh, hundreds of refugees uh, inside small uh, cells uh, that have, haven't seen the sun for months. It's uh, it was awful. I mean, but uh, I am afraid that. Um, if the civil uh, government changes, I mean, you know, we have now elections, and uh, if a more conservative, let's say, regime comes up, uh, we will have a huge problem. Because with new democracy, you know, you can see the results. They build a, a wall at Evros, so many people start coming by the sea. 
so, you know, with a conservative regime, I'm afraid we're going to have uh, death again. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit more, Maria, about uh, the activities of this uh, self-organised solidarity initiative for refugees? So I take it there's distribution of, of food, clothing, toys for, for kids as well. Just give us an idea of the, the number of people involved with that movement and, and what sort of resources are being mobilised to, to help refugees. Yeah, at first, uh, there were a few people, you know, that were uh, staying close to the to the park uh, that uh, all the Afghanis had uh, gathered in Athens. And but then, you know, after uh, posting a lot of stuff on social media and trying to, you know, make this uh, thing known, there was a lot, a lot of response. We were really uh, surprised to tell you the truth, really surprised because. Many people started coming and not only to give us, uh, you know, food, clothing and the money, but also to, you know, to participate in this. And uh, believe me, Greeks uh, are not that uh, active in general. So this was really, really good for us. And really, it, it, um, it gave us hope that some of them, I mean, through the Solidarity Initiative, will uh, understand a few things and will, you know, will um, start being more active in the future too. You know, many people were coming and were talking to the refugees. This was not only about giving them something. It wasn't a kind of, um, you know, like philanthropist movement. Or sure. It was a solidarity movement and uh, it was um, built up uh, with um, political... Uh, solidarity, uh, not, chari- not charity. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There, were, there was a lot of dignity the communication between the refugees and the, the solidarity people they were going there talking to them sharing they were sharing their stories uh, you know you when you when you like transfer some of them at the hospital because we all we also did that there was no medical uh, care for them so sometimes we we were obliged to you know you know take them to the hospitals and stay with them in hospitals and care for them so when, when you have experiences like that, you cannot just, like, you know, be a philanthropist. You, you, you go a step forward. You, you want to change, uh, you know, the situation. You want to do something more radical.